You're listening to Comedy Central. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, gentlemen, to The Daily Show. Thank you, thank you. Uh, great to see you again, but let's jump into this book, which a lot of people w- would think, would see the cover and go like, why would I read this? Racism, anti-racism, and you. The first thing you say is, this is not a history book. What does that mean? Uh, look, I, I chose to start the book that way because this book is geared toward younger people, mm-hmm. and younger people don't like to read history books. Right. And so you start off by saying, don't worry, this is not a history book, and then you okey-doke them, right? Uh, <laughs> and the, the other part of it, the other part of it, though, is that, is that we talk about history as if it's in a bubble, but the truth is that history is perennial. It runs through our lives, our lives every single day, and it's right. more about it being a present book that history actually impacts. That's really interesting because that has been fascinating reading through this. I didn't know what to expect. You know, you, you read books that tell you about the history of America. You read books that only focus on racism today or maybe even Jim Crow. But this book really just takes you through everything in a way that, that seems like it's, it's palatable. Like, has it been designed in such a way that you can just read it and understand without, without feeling too much? Is, is that what you've tried to do for younger readers? I mean, racism is historical. And, and what that means is it's, it's rooted in the past, but you can constantly see it operating in right. your daily life. And you can constantly see how it's going to operate tomorrow. And that's what we wanted to sort of show for young people, that this history book is in the present. It's operating in the future so they can understand their, their everyday lives. When you, when you wrote the book, you know, the two of you came together, Jason and Ibram, and you, and you, and you worked on this telling this story of racism. And, and you, you have such short chapters in the book, which is really interesting. It doesn't follow the formats of a normal book. Sometimes a chapter is 10 pages. Sometimes it's, it's longer. Some, you know, sometimes the way you write on a page, like the words pop out, they change. It really does engage you in a certain way. Were you trying to break the mind and how it's consuming information when you created the book? For sure. But, but I'm also trying to make sure that we're working with uh, the realities of young folks, which is an overstimulated world, right? I, I can't compete oh. with cell phones, video games, YouTube. YouTube, uh, Fortnite, and all these things that they yes. have going on with their lives every single day. My job isn't to compete, though. That's a silly and futile argument. My job is to work with those things by creating multiple stimuli within the pages of a book. Why not? Why? That's brilliant. I think you... With, without even realizing it, you, you might have hit on another opportunity. You, you just add, like, an expansion onto Fortnite that just teaches you about racism. Exactly. So you have, like, skins from the past, and then kids can learn. There's, Don't like, challenges. Don't give <laughs> <laughs> That's um, next up. Ibram, young people are going to read this book, and some of them may feel deflated. They may go, like, man, racism was so bad back then, so bad during slavery, so bad during Jim Crow, segregation, et cetera, and it feels like it's so bad today how can I maintain hope in this world? You know, whether, whether as a, a, a black kid or whether as a kid who's not black and going like, I'm an ally, I want this world to be a better place. So that's why we didn't just want to write a history about racism. We wanted to write a history about anti-racism. We wanted to show them how people have been fighting against anti-racism from, mm-hmm. from, its, from its origins. And people are fighting against it today. And they can be a part of that fight. And, and here is essentially how people have done it in the past, hear how they've been effective, and here's how you can be effective today. When you look through the stories, when you dig into the history of racism, does it, does it have, the way we understand racism today, does it have a, a definitive start date? Is there a moment in time, or is it just an evolution of people hating each other because they're not the same? So there is a start date, the transatlantic slave trade. You know, that's when you had all these different ethnic groups 
in Africa that were imagined as one people, mm -hmm. one inferior people that was worthy of enslavement. And then simultaneously, the racist policies that undergirded the transatlantic slave trade. And we talk about these original racists in the text. And, and young people are like, whoa, there, there was like a there was the like original first racist I had right. never knew. And, and, you know, that's one of the fascinating things I think about this text. One thing you do really well in the book, in my opinion, is you break it down so that people can see what is oftentimes underlying racism or, or, or racism that some people may not even realize that they have been indoctrinated into. Mm. You know, you, you talk about the Southern strategy. You talk about how Nixon and many Republicans realized that they couldn't just say these things. They couldn't call black people the N-word outwardly. They had to say ghettos and they had to say thugs and those the code words and language that was used. When breaking that down for kids, do you think that'll help them understand some of those implications that are still in place today? I do. I do think that breaking it down will help them sort of grapple with it and understand. But I also think that we can create new code, right? And so, and so what I'm saying is that this book, the intention of this book is to create new code, right? Anti-racist is a new code, right? For, for, for uh, a person who's really fighting for true equity, right. for true love. Right. And I think I think that's our, our real task. People talk about indoctrination all the time. This idea that like, oh, this is I don't want this book in my classroom because it's indoctrination. Well, isn't everything. So what if we were able to create new indoctrination for equity and justice? Wow. Powerful. I, I love this. I've never read about history like this. I've never read about the now like this. And it really breaks racism down into a beautiful way that I think kids of all races will enjoy. Thank you so much for being on the show. I hope everybody reads it. It should be in every school. I'll tell you that much. Thank you so much for being on the show. STEM is available now. You really want to go out and get it. Jason Reynolds and Abraham X. Ken, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Survivor's back, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.